Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet online. It's the fastest, it's the easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first market odds and lines. Find reviews, news for every single league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf, my friend. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information. And live in-game betting props, also some futures. Head to Bet Online today. Use your mobile device. Join today. Make your first sports bet. Use the promo code Believe Fifty to receive your fifty percent off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B L E A V five zero. Believe Fifty. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you, Bet Online, for bringing this podcast to the people. You guys are incredibly lucky that you didn't hear the conversation we were just having before we started this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Great News, where we try to bring you positive stories. There are millions of positive stories of human beings acting like heroes and just responding with love. And you don't see that anywhere else. And I think it restores your faith in humanity. Yeah, it it reminds you of how things are in reality, Um, because I'm almost not to their own fault and I'm not making excuses for them, but you know, clicks and ratings are driven by negative stories. And so media, social media will give you the idea that the world's a terrible place and people are mean, and that's really just not true. And so here we are with great news. We are humanitarians letting you. My daughter says the world's a beautiful place. The world's a beautiful place. Well, thank you for chiming in. All right, uh, I try to give you a suggestion for the intro that you play. You have your guitar? Okay. I'm I'm doing an away game. Here right. in New Orleans, I'm visiting my wife, who is on set of the Winchesters, filming her new show, the prequel to Supernatural. Amazing. Everything's great. We're so excited. But I, I didn't travel with my guitar. And oh, okay. So, That's what I wondered. Yeah. Right, no worries. We'll skip it. It was going to be Anthony Kiedis. But we'll skip it. What? What? You just have to sing. My, you just have to sing with My wife says acapella. My daughter went, <laughs> as if she had, Meg, what was your idea? You have an instrument. Please bring it in. Does she have what an instrument? What might this instrument? Very live on the air. If it's, I, I do. She does. She doesn't have an instrument. I don't know what she's talking. Mike, think about Anthony Kiedis. All right. <clears throat> okay. While you wait for the blowhard, full of full of bullshit, uh, <laughs> can barely speak English. Most overrated band in the world. Um, okay. All right. I think I, I've got it. Uh, <laughs> What oh is my, the Oh instrument? my God. I'm getting. Go, go, go. Greatest intro ever. Thanks, ladies. It's a family affair. <laughs> All right, my first, my uh, first story is about Clayton Kershaw. Yes. Clayton Kershaw is a pitcher for the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, and the uh, All-Star game was here a few weeks ago. And they had a press conference like they usually do before the game. And a little kid waited until the very end. I believe he was 10 years old. 
He waited until the very end, and then he walked up to the table to Clayton Kershaw and told him that he was completing his grandfather's wish of meeting Clayton Kershaw. Hmm. Watch this kid. Um, I want to tell you a quick little story. Okay. Um, so my grandpa loved me. He uh, watched the 1988 um, series, um, and he wanted to meet you and uh, Vince Scully one day. So this moment is important to me because I'm meeting you for him. Oh, wow. And um, he was from Redondo Beach, and uh, a little while ago, a few years, some years ago, he uh, died from brain cancer. And, oh my gosh. Oh, come here, dude. It's great to meet you. <laughs> great to meet you. Thanks for telling me. That took a lot of courage to tell me that, so I appreciate that. It's great to meet you. Hearing that sound like an awesome guy. Yeah? Okay, that's good. All right. Thanks for coming up. That took a lot of courage, man. That was awesome. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming. All right. Is there a, do you have a parent here or anything? <laughs> kid drives out on his own now he had a friend there that uh, ended up taking a picture but i got here by myself drinking a couple road sodas on the way you know clayton uh goes yep so his uh uh, as we're recording this vin scully has passed away so this kid's grandfather the day we yeah the day we're recording it's really and vin scully are now together so that's good and um yeah, I mean, well, both the people that uh, that kid's grandfather wanted to meet um, are just they like they are two of the best representatives of the Dodger community that you can have um, to the point that even Giants fans have to go. Yeah, Vince Scully's pretty amazing because yeah. it wasn't just a matter of broadcasting. He was such an insanely class act uh, off off the microphone. And Clayton Kershaw's the same way. I, I've had the luxury of meeting both men and Clayton Kershaw as big of a star as he is maybe one of the most well-known and and well-respected pitchers in the league today he is such a gentleman he's such a soft-spoken kind of nice man it's very very impressive so you do like to see somebody that's at that level who is as kind and thoughtful and not full of himself yeah i mean well he he was getting i mean he's in his probably mid-30s now but a couple years ago when he re-signed with the dodgers he, he got a tremendous amount of money and people were wondering at that age is clayton kershaw worth it and uh, dodgers general manager said what he's he's worth so much on the mound but what a guy like clayton kershaw is worth to your locker room is uh is indispensable so and i think that i think that's true that one made my eyes uh, a little sweaty, Kevin, even though I've watched it numerous times. Yep. Um, so this next story, I think we'll do the same thing. This is a young lady who looks to be about, uh, I would say, 12-ish, you know, somewhere middle school age, and she has Down syndrome. Um, and her, she's talking to her mother, and ask, her mother's acting her kind of, not necessarily uncomfortable, but just thought-provoking questions, and then vice versa. She's asking the mom a question, and... Um, Check this out. She asks about something I think that's pretty interesting, but a, a, a rather hard question for a parent to ask. What did you wish for me when you were pregnant, and how is it different now? 
When I was pregnant, you remember, um, you remember we told you the doctors called and we said, we're going to have a baby with Down syndrome. Remember? Mm-hmm. And I told you I was really scared. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was wishing that Down syndrome would not hurt you. And I was wishing that Down syndrome would not hurt our family because mm-hmm. I was scared, right? Yeah. And then... Here I am. Here you are. And is it hurting you? No. Is it hurting me? No. Is it hurting Dad? Never. No, right? Yep. So I was afraid that it was going to hurt, but it doesn't even hurt us. Mm-hmm. Yeah? God damn it. We, um, you, we shouldn't have let off with these two. You can tell by um, the little girl's answer. That's not the first conversation they've had about that, though, too. No, and I think that's really bold and brave of the parents to do that because I, I can only imagine that if there is something troubling, hard to deal with, you, you know, you're, you're a parent, Kevin, mm-hmm. even though maybe the quote-unquote right thing to do, and who knows what that is, to dive right in, you don't want to do with a child especially right. a young one you're like well let's maybe we should dance around this maybe we should and um really you know much much respect to those parents for clearly having that conversation and being very open and very very clear about how things are and and look at how poised and and uh, beautiful that that young lady turned out oh that was beautiful yeah uh i've titled this next one baby shark i don't know if you've seen this yet or not mike but I, this is- you mean the, the the terrible song by no Bong Fu or whatever? Okay. Nope. This is not the terrible song. This is a baby shark on the beach. Oh, my God. Watch this video and uh, tell me what you think. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, It's a tiny little dog with a shark suit. And it's a ridiculous dog like it's not only tiny it's a silly dog that is awesome (laughs) if i was at the beach there and saw that in real life i'd be like thank you thank you god you made that that would be like winning the lottery i mean oh you and i would be playing with the dog and the the owners would be going what's happening here why are these grown men acting like this like i was hoping So that's that's baby shark. That's a cloud a, a palate cleanser. Oh yes, oh yes, for sure. And here comes it. Actually, Kevin, my my other two are really, really sweet, really beautiful stories, but also palate cleansers in the sense that they will, I think, make you laugh. And I think this guy in particular really gets to the heart of of Kevin Ryder because oh great yeah because you're you're a girl dad and yes. you raised two two beautiful young ladies into three. beautiful young adults yes. three oh that's right. Mm-hmm. I forget because I think that the twins consume so much attention, you know, like. Well, especially so, when I was working with you. Yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. They were, they were little, little girls. Um, so you've raised three women into uh, three little girls into women. And they they all are really um, amazing and, and speak for themselves. So when they do something that would be traditionally considered girly or not for men, you 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 you've you've completely revamped probably yes. what you would do what the extent that you would because once you have your own daughter you're like well I don't care that I look like a moron I don't care that I'm wearing rainbow and pink because my daughter wants me to I'll do it well this guy's daughter is is a a grown woman and she is a, a professional at um, tailoring and, and selling clothing and she does a lot of crocheting and, and wanted to promote her products mm-hmm. and so. 
she thought it would be funny if her dad maybe tried on some of her female oriented clothing little did she know that she was going to birth crochet dad too sexy for my love too sexy for my love love's going (laughs) yeah <laughs> and has, since this, love, these videos have come out, he's love, become a thing. Like, hashtag Crochet Dad has exploded, and um, her clothing line has definitely seen a lot more buzz. That's pretty great. He's pretty strong. Yeah. 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 You learn quickly I, when you have daughters that that's. You're going to have to be, behave a little bit different than you did with sons, and it's great. It's the best thing in the world. But you know what? I'm not passing judgment. Some dads are not down with that. You know, they're not. You yeah. and I are. You and I are goofballs, and like I think we're 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 lucky that we can be able to. I don't care about doing that. You know, my daughter Same. definitely has me doing kooky shit. But um, you know, like not all dads are going to be that way, and, and vice versa. You know, I don't think all dads that are like maybe they have like some super alpha son, but they're like a comic book dork. I mean, you know, yeah. It always, it's always a, it's always a different kind of vibe. And you can see how happy she was to present yeah. Crochet Dad. Oh, she was pumped. She was super pumped. <laughs> that was so much better than a normal girl model for her clothing. I, I, I because right? it just took off. Yeah, better, better buzz. I think. Yes. Also, like with that guy, you got the sense where you actually paid attention to the to the articles of clothing. And you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I that was pretty impressive. Yes. You that. Yeah. <laughs> My next one, we've often um, asked the question, what would you do if you found someone's purse? Yeah. Would you return it to lost and found? Would you take the money? Would you, what's your reaction when you find someone's purse? This will surprise a, you, Kevin. Mine has nothing to do with what's in the purse. It would be what type of purse is it? Because like, if it's Louis Vuitton, you know, Birkin bag, something like that, I'm thinking I'll empty this fucker out and give it to my wife and tell her I bought it. <laughs> home run <laughs> but if it's if it's a cheaper brand yeah, it's just a knockoff or, or, yeah. you know something i figured like oh let's return this it'll uh, that's the right thing to do all right what would you have done when you were a teenager that's the real question oh i gotta be honest i i would like to say like but um i found a wallet when i was uh junior in junior high riding my bike to school i found a wallet and it had like 130 bucks in it and i took it to the police station so i was pretty impressed with that like Here's a wallet I found. It has 20 bucks in it. That's what you said. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't believe. I'm trying. I'm a good Samaritan. This had $19. Right. Yeah. Uh, there is a teenager named Adrian Rodriguez in Chula Vista. And this is his story of finding a purse and what his answer was to that question. With all the sad and controversial news we're facing every day, we need a story like this. And it started Saturday here at this Ralph's in Chula Vista. This is something that we really need. It's good news, positive news. Late Saturday night, Adrian Rodriguez was unfazed by the three dogs barking at him. He had a special delivery. I was shopping. It was for Eliana Martin. She was at this Ralph's and can't explain why she left her purse in a shopping cart. I have my credit card credit card my husband credit card thankfully adrian was the first to find it and i put my card back you know it's right there in the in the little basket the recent otai ranch high school graduate looked at eliana's id and got in the car 
If somebody found my stuff, I'd want them to bring it back to me. It was nice of him that he drove all the way to my house. Adrian left the green purse and all its contents with a confused aunt and left. It was in the parking lot. In the parking lot? You see, Eliana Martin used to live here with Melina Marquez, but didn't update her license. It was a surprise for me. I looked into the ring camera and I was like, oh my God, he's such a young kid. Like... I was like, we need to find him and, you know, just give him a little piece of gratitude. Melina posted this yeah. video on Facebook and let Chula Vista do its thing. I woke up and, like, I had a bunch of messages like, oh, is this you? Is this you? I was like, what? Thank God we found him. I'm Melina. I live here. And this is Eliana. She, she's the purse owner. The ladies invited Adrian over Monday morning to say thank you in person and to let him know yeah. the community donated to an online fundraiser in his honor. Well, we were hoping for a thousand and it's at 11, 15, I think. Yeah, I feel good. I appreciate it, like I really do. Well, yeah, my mom, she always taught me since I was little, you know, to always do the right thing when nobody's around. Nobody was around when Adrian found Eliana's purse, but now we all know about his special delivery. I have a nine-year-old son and I just hope yeah. that he honestly becomes like you. Okay, couple things here. That I need to address immediately. <laughs> First and foremost, uh, good, good on that kid, seriously. And, and yes. that was a really beautiful story. Secondly, the newscaster goes, uh, and Adrian seems unfazed by the three barking dogs. Bullshit. His face was like, uh, <laughs> and, and they were sort of like Rottweiler. Secondly, again, Kevin, I hate to be so cynical, yeah. but. Uh, the woman whose purse it was, who mm -hmm. also whose ID was inside, mm -hmm. was very, 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 very pretty. And oh, I didn't like notice. <laughs> Do you think that motivated that young, teenage, clearly hormonal straight boy in any way? I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say no, because his answer was, my mom always taught me to do the right thing when nobody's sure. watching. Sure. And I, and I, and I believe it. I, I buy that he would have done, even if she was a, a, a total was, massacre. Was he but, happy that she was attractive? Sure. He's not, he's a guy. Don't, don't, don't miss me here. I think he would have returned the purse regardless. He seemed, he did. He really seemed like a sweet person. I'm saying in your mind, as a teenage boy, especially a teenage boy in today's day and age where you have access to you porn and whatnot, you're thinking, when I return this, she's gonna show me some gratitude. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's all that's all I'm saying. I wish you'd stop making that sound. <laughs> um I look, when you look at him, he he seems bored. He doesn't seem like Maybe they'll ask me in, and this will be the best time of my life. Right. He seems sort of bored. So I'm right. going to say you and I, maybe, but him, no. Right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Or maybe I, I'd be, I mean, really? me, I'm, the Courtney has literally given up on me at this point. She put her head down. She's like, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> I just would have showed up in my underwear. I mean, just to, just to maybe pass a little subtle hint. And do you think that that subtle hint would have made any difference if you showed up in your underwear? They would have reached out with one of those little claw things and grabbed yeah, the purse. tasers or something. Um, <laughs> all right, but either way, good good on that kid. I I totally agree. His his mom taught him right, and uh, yep. I, I 
And look, I'm, you know, let's not dance around this. It, in Chula Vista, that kid cruised up. It, it wasn't like it's not Beverly Hills. Right. He probably could have used whatever was going on in there and maybe made a made a little um, uh, benefit for himself. But uh, in the long run, of course, he he did the right thing. He's going to feel a lot better about himself. But you um, know that the news reporter knew what he was saying both times when he said, give him a, give him a little uh, gratitude. Yeah, he was <laughs> waiting for some gratitude. And also, here's another thing, newscaster. Take these nuts and suck them. Because he starts off with uh, a little bit of uplifting news, which we all need and don't get enough of. Well, listen, that's your fault, mainstream right. media shithead. And by the way, Hello, great news. Us too, Kevin. Courtney, <laughs> thank you. All right, Kevin. Yes. Weddings suck so much. Weddings suck so much. Um, and you got you got to go through it. Your friends, your loved ones, they get married. You get whatever, and it's like it's a formality. But for the most part, the the traditional aspects of the wedding they suck. Well, this is a couple that decided to spruce it up a little bit. And instead of a flower girl, they have this man. Instead of a flower girl, have a flower dude that hands out beer. Oh, and watch him. Boom. Yeah. Uh-huh. Break it down. Handing out beer. Moonwalking. Handing out beers. He has a beer bandolero. He has a, like... A double beer bandolero across him, and he's dancing with like. Style. Instead of a flower, oh, here's a beer. Here's a beer. A flower dude that hands out beer. Instead of a flower girl, a beer guy. You hear that, couples? Yeah. Let's make this happen. Although this guy's got style. He, I mean, he's killing it. And now, I, you know, I'm a married man, but I'm my, Bianca and I have talked very seriously about renewing our vows in December at our anniversary because it's our 10 year anniversary. I'm, I would like this man to be present. I don't even so drink. If anybody, if anybody knows who this man is, get a hold of, of Mike Catherwood, at Mike yes. Catherwood. And I will I will pay you, and you <laughs> will enjoy a great ceremony, I think. Uh, if you like this podcast with positive stories about people, please let your friends know about it. We post every Monday and Thursday. Mike is doing this uh, on remote, so he doesn't have his guitar with him. Correct. But we're going to ask him to sing the outro as Bob Dylan anyway. <clears throat> oh, damn. What did my wife do with her? She just had a, my wife just had a harmonica. She had a harmonica. She did. In outro. In outro. You're talking about bones. You know, and hamming them back to the blues. And in mind, getting good news. It's like Bob Dylan was here. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.